this time of year in the U.S. We gather around with family and loved ones and we think of being thankful for our lives and all the good things in them. And then the very next day we turn around and we start shopping for all the things we don't have and we engulf ourselves in that sense of not enough and it somehow comes into focus at full force. Nothing against Black Friday shopping. I love a good deal and I also love buying presents for my kids for the holidays, but a single day of thankfulness really won't make long-term impact in our life. Hey there, I'm Jess Chimo. Like so many of you, I know firsthand how hard it can be to find time for myself in my life. As a young, single, working mother of two, I understand the unique challenges that busy women face, juggling work, family, and our relationships leaves us overwhelmed and without room for ourselves. Instead of resigning myself to being the junk food eating, hanging on the couch, and Netflixing kind of girl with no ambition that I once was, I decided enough was enough and it was time for me to take control. I transformed my life into being an integrative health and life coach, a senior corporate leader, and an entrepreneur. And now I'm here to tell you that if I can get unstuck and regain control in my life, so can you. In this podcast, I share practical and actionable ideas, strategies, education, and tips to help you live your most purposeful life, even with a jam-packed schedule. From topics such as stress reduction, self-care, and healthy eating, to career development, goal setting, and future life planning. I hope this can be your sanctuary in a place where busy women come together to encourage and help one another navigate the complexities of living the female life. So I'd like to welcome you into my virtual home. Come on in and stay for a while. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Well, hello, 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 my dear friends. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Up With Chaos. If we have not had the pleasure of meeting yet, I am your host, Jess, and I help women to thrive in life and in business through results-driven growth strategies and integrative health coaching. And today we are exploring a topic that's particularly relevant as Thanksgiving here in the U.S. approaches, which is the power of embracing gratitude as a key to taming life's chaos. Gratitude is a practice that we can cultivate and not just at Thanksgiving. So let's dive in. For me personally, Gratitude isn't just a nice sentiment. It's a life-changing perspective, or it can be. It helps me find balance and reduces the chaos and the overwhelms that often engulf me in my life, which I think that many of you can probably relate. These past few years have been really, really tough for a lot of us. There was, you know, this thing called a global pandemic. There was a recession. There have been wars. And I'm not even going to bring up these things called presidential elections here in the U.S. Let's just say it's been tough on everyone, even if those things didn't even touch your life directly. When we think about dealing with hard things, we don't typically think of gratitude, but actually having a practice of gratitude can help to give you strength and resilience when times are tough. So what is gratitude exactly and why is it so crucial to your health? Gratitude is a state of mind where we acknowledge and appreciate the good things in life. It's about recognizing the positive aspects of our existence and the kindness of others. 
In particular, this time of year in the U.S., we gather around with family and loved ones and we think of being thankful for our lives and all the good things in them. And then the very next day, we turn around and we start shopping for all the things we don't have and we engulf ourselves in that sense of not enough and it somehow comes into focus at full force. Nothing against Black Friday shopping. I love a good deal and I also love buying presents for my kids for the holidays, but a single day of thankfulness really won't make long-term impact in our life. So instead, we want to learn to foster a mindset of gratitude, one that has little to do with the season or how much or how little we actually own. Let's be clear. Gratitude is not a type of toxic positivity. I personally have experienced toxic positivity in my life, and we all know how it feels. Well, maybe we don't all know, but some of us may know how it feels to be around that one person who absolutely always finds something positive to say in every situation. Not only is that an exhausting way to live, but it's also not very honest either. And I want to be really crystal clear here. There are people who are just naturally positive human beings, and they naturally see the good in just about everything. That is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is rather than addressing or acknowledging the hard times or the difficult conversations or the tough emotions in the room, toxic positivity is that person who avoids those feelings at all costs and just forces themselves and conversations into everything positive. So I want to be clear that there's a difference in someone who carries toxic positivity in their life versus someone who is just a positive human and sees the good in many things around them. So We want to be real about difficult things in our lives, be transparent with our struggles, and still be able to practice gratitude. Forcing ourselves to be positive about difficult or negative situations is not the point of gratitude, and I think that can be misunderstood sometimes. Instead, we want to make a practice of acknowledging what's good, looking for people and things that bring joy and peace in our lives. Gratitude isn't just a feel-good concept, it's backed by science. Numerous studies demonstrate its positive effects on our mental and physical well-being. Do you really want to reach your goals and bring about change in your life? Well, science has shown us that gratitude can be a key factor in bringing about transformative change. There are measurable, life-changing impacts that gratitude can have on your life. These include mental health benefits, physical health benefits, and more. Studies have linked gratitude to reduced symptoms of depression and anxiety, and it can increase overall life satisfaction and even help improve your sleep quality. Grateful individuals even tend to have lower blood pressure, stronger immune systems, and reduced risk of chronic diseases, and it's incredible how the mind and body are truly, truly intertwined. Gratitude has the power to shift our focus from what's lacking in our lives to what we have in our abundance. It allows us to move from a mindset of not enough to a mindset that says that who we are and what we have is enough. This shift reduces stress and anxiety in our lives and can provide us with a sense of calm, even among life's chaos, which will always be there. 
while also allowing us to look forward in our life from a place of abundance and not scarcity. About a year ago, maybe even more now, I realized that I felt pretty disconnected from my body, my mind, and my spirit. I was going through the motions of life, but, you know, not really feeling and living my life. I desperately wanted to reconnect with my inner spirit and mind, and so I started journaling. Now, I have journaled many different ways in my life, and in the past, it has been done in an unstructured way. Just with me starting my day, writing my thoughts and my feelings. While I still do that once in a while, more often when I'm trying just to process something very specific, about a year ago, I began a more structured way to connect and reflect. At that time, I learned the process of what's called bullet journaling. And for those of you who don't know what that is, think of it as a next level diary for not only writing, but also drawing, organizing, and really so much more. So instead of a blank page, lined pages, a bullet journal contains sections to log daily to-dos, keep a monthly or weekly calendar, jot down notes, or track both psychological and your mental health, and record both short and long-term goals. But it ultimately is a method of personal organization that was developed by a designer, Ryder Carroll. I believe that's how you say his name. But the system organizes scheduling, reminders, to-do lists, brainstorming, and other organizational tasks into one single notebooks. And let me tell you, there, there, is, there is a point to this. You know, you're, you're thinking, Jess, you went from journaling for gratitude into organizational structure and, you know, a whole notebook organizing process. But let me tell you, I got really, really, really into it. Not quite as much as others. I uh, Here's my, my dare for all of you today as you're listening to this is for you to Google and see all the creative things that come up when you look up bullet journaling. It's quite amazing. But for me, it gave me a place to process everything I was holding onto in my mind. So from thoughts to tasks to dinners to goal achievements, everything that was just rolling around up there and taking up my precious energy and space. But let me get back to gratitude because in regards to gratitude, one thing that I started doing daily because of the bullet journal method, I created the quote unquote best moment from yesterday list and the quote unquote what I am grateful for today list. And they're called spreads in the bullet journal world. And as part of my whole organization and journaling, I was like, I just really want to create a best practice where I I just think about what I am grateful for as just part of my daily routine and my habits. And in the midst of organizing my days and everything else, I wanted that to be a part of my routine and ingrained in what what I was doing. And so every single morning before I did anything else, and I still do this today, was I sat with my coffee and I filled out my habit trackers, which always feels great to see your success in keeping up with your goals. That's a whole different podcast. But then I would reflect on my day before I would get to my best moment from yesterday spread and my grateful for today's spread. And so I would sit there and I would think about and reflect on my day before and think, well, what was my best moment? And in my reflection from the day before, not only did I look at just what worked and what, you know, didn't work, but, uh, you know, my goal was really, really, really to go 
what was my favorite moment of the day? And what this did for me was it forced me to really think about the day in a way that I had never done so in the past. In the past, I would just, you know, once the day's over, you move forward. Once the day's over, you move forward. And really the only thing I would ever take time to reflect on were those big moments in life and be grateful for. I know you guys have probably experienced this where you sit down and you try to do the gratitude journals, or maybe you've had success with this and you just think about what are you grateful for today? What are you grateful for today? And maybe you do it once a day. Maybe you do it twice a day. Maybe you do it once a week. It doesn't matter. But I don't know about you, when that was the way that I was doing my practice in the past when I've tried to do gratitude journaling, I would find myself coming back to those same moments over and over and over again. And they were typically those larger moments in life that just naturally show up in your memory as to what you're grateful for. And what I realized through this exercise and going, what was my favorite moment of yesterday was it required my brain to, first of all, do a, a deep dive into what the heck I even did yesterday, because right, sometimes you can't even remember what you had for dinner. And then it also, you know, trained my brain to really think about those quiet moments in life, those moments that we don't even realize are happening sometimes. And it was transformational for me. And so every morning, here I am filling out my, you know, what was the best moment from yesterday spread. And once I chose my favorite moment, I would think about, well, what am I grateful for today now? And it just changed the process of how I thought about I was grateful for today. And it was really reflective of what I did yesterday, or maybe what is to come this week. And let me tell you, this small practice, it takes maybe all of 10 minutes in the morning, has changed how I look at my life. Something magical happens when you sit down to look for the good things, looking for those amazing moments, and even the smallest of moments and things in your lives. And it ultimately has helped to set me up for a more productive and honestly less stressful day when I do this first thing in the morning. I would say if this is something that is of interest with you, you know, you don't have to be in the 5am club to take this on. Think about your time of day where you would like to reflect or where you feel like it would have the most benefit to you. Some people love to do this right before bed. Some people love to do it, uh, you know, right as they close out their work day. Some people like to do it in the morning, you know, find what works for you. But the point is, going through this practice and making it just a part of your day. And again, I was just so amazed by ultimately, not only was I more in tune with my life and what was going on around me and helping me to see how wonderful those small moments were, but by doing it in the beginning of my day, it really, really set me up for more productivity and lowered my stress instantly, which carried through my entire day. So speaking of stress, which I'm sure you'd love to have less stress in your life, which then could lead to better sleep and a stronger immune system. Having a gratitude practice in general can help you do that. So how do we make gratitude an 
integrated part of our daily lives where it's just part of those habits. Cultivating gratitude is an ongoing practice. It's not about waiting for those special occasions. It's about making gratitude just a part of your daily life. So here are some practical ways that you can get started on your gratitude journey starting today to get into action because y'all know that I always like to leave you with something to get in action on. So outside of my specific example and my list in my bullet journal, and if you're interested to learn more, comment on this episode or shoot me a message in uh, Instagram. And if this is something that interests you, my bullet journal gratitude spread process, let me know and I will absolutely share more um, about it. But outside of that example, some other ways that you could start your gratitude journey today is you could keep a specific gratitude journal. Some people really like to have it in just one spot and not mixed in with everything else like you would with the bullet journal. But in this specific gratitude journal, you would write down a few things that you're grateful for every day. This simple practice can help you maintain a positive outlook and can be a really great place for continued reflection on those harder days. And that's one thing that's nice about having it all in one spot is if you're having a really rough day, you've got an entire journal full of grateful moments that can you can go back and revisit and it can uplift your day. Another way that you can get in action on your gratitude journey right now today is you can express gratitude towards others. Don't hesitate to express your appreciation to others. Truly, truly, truly share your feelings, send a thank you note, or simply tell someone you're grateful for their presence in your life. This is something that I never regret doing, and it brings so much joy not only to the other person, but to yourself as well. Another thing that you can do to practice gratitude is you can practice mindfulness, which that allows you to become more aware of the present moment, because when you're truly present, you're more likely to notice the beauty around you. So let me ask you, have you tried this before? If not, to do so, what you would do is you would spend time focusing on your senses in that specific moment. You'll think about what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you tasting, feeling, smelling? This type of mindfulness creates an intense focus on what is right in front of you in the present moment and can block out all that extra noise. But you must be super intentional. One way that I personally like to practice mindfulness is when I go on my daily morning walk. This forces me, I always go outside in nature, and this forces me to really take in what I'm doing in the present moment. And it's different than sitting, you know, quietly and meditating because this allows me to use all of my senses and get hyper focused on what I'm doing in the present moment and adding movement to that can usually help. When I walk, I look around me and I use my eyes to really look at the trees, the birds, oh, the birds, the amount of birds that I see, um, the houses, the the animals, the grass, the roads, the, you know, anything that I'm walking by, it allows me to hear, uh, take out those earbuds and really hear the breeze, the wind, the sound, the noises, whether you're in the city, in the country, morning, night, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm able to feel my movement and my feet hitting the ground and I, I feel the, the movement in my body. And then, you know, the smells of nature and being outside and, you know, it just allows you to um, 
be super, super, super present in the moment. And that is for me, and it's a recommendation for you, if you do like to get outside and walk, adding movement to practicing mindfulness can be very, very helpful. And then you can just scan your body as you go and you think about all of your senses. And as you think about that specific sense, focus in on it. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you smelling, tasting? What are you feeling? And even just a few minutes of this can be transformational. So I'd love if you gave it a try, come find me again on Instagram, message me. I'd love to know how it goes. All right, that was, I kind of went off on a tangent there, which I sometimes can do. So let me get us back on track. And outside of mindfulness, one final note that you could take away with today is you could make it a practice to start and end each day with gratitude. Begin your day by acknowledging what you're thankful for. And likewise, as you go to bed, reflect on the good things that happened during the day. And you can keep that gratitude journal right next to your bed. And it takes as little as just a couple of minutes, but it can do wonders for your mental health and your mindset. So that's just another way that you could go about really practicing gratitude every single day. Now, as we approach the holiday season here in the U.S., I encourage you to embark on a gratitude challenge with me. But this is not a one and done. This is one that can carry through and become a habit that is ingrained in your daily life. Let's turn this from just a short one moment of season of thankfulness into trying to create a lasting lifetime of thankfulness. So here's what I'm going to commit to doing. I'm going to continue to reflect on my days and choose my favorite moments, but I am also going to take it one step further and I'm going to choose my favorite moment and I'm going to reflect on how my life allows me to have those moments and sit in reflection and gratitude. I would love to have a challenge with all of you if you'd like to join. Rather than a certain number of days of gratitude, like so many people do this time of year, I would love to know what your favorite moments of your days are. If you're up for it, take on this challenge and post your favorite moments of your days to Instagram or Facebook and tag me at Kaiser Coaching. And this doesn't have to be at any certain time of year, just whenever you decide to take on embracing gratitude in your daily life. I'd love to hear what your favorite moments are. So here we are, my friends, coming up to the end of this episode. And what I want to say is, you know, this gratitude challenge, while I hope that we all can start it around the holiday season, I want to see your favorite moments of your days and your gratefulness every part of this year throughout, you know, the summer, the spring, the fall, the highs, the lows. So anytime you want to take on this challenge, whether you're listening to this around the holidays, or you're listening to this in the middle of the summer, post what your favorite moment of your day is and tag me. I look forward to hearing from as many of you who are interested in joining. And I want to leave you with this final thought for today. Remember, gratitude isn't and shouldn't be confined to the holiday season. It is a way of life that can transform your day-to-day existence. This timeless practice can help you navigate the chaos of life with grace and resilience. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe and share it with your friends and family. And maybe all of you can join in on this gratitude challenge of what your favorite moments of your days are together. 
your journey towards a more balanced and fulfilling life really, really can start with your personal gratitude. And with that, my friends, thank you for joining me today. Your time is so valuable and I am incredibly grateful that you have chosen to spend it here with me. This is not goodbye. This is until next time. I'll see you there. All right. And that brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you took away something today that will support you on your journey, all while having a little bit of fun along the way. Before we part ways, I want to encourage you to carve out space for yourself amidst the busyness and demands of life, to prioritize what truly matters, and to embrace the freedom that comes with intentional living. Don't forget to celebrate the small victories and be kind to yourself always. Keep taking those actionable steps forward towards your goals and never forget that you are not alone. If you ever feel inspired to continue the conversation sparked by an episode or seek additional support and coaching in your life, I would love to hear from all of you. You can find me on social media or visit me on my website. Thank you once again for joining me today. I'm humbled by your time and commitment to your personal growth. Until next time, I want you to know that I see you, I support you, and I believe in you. This is never goodbye. It is always I will see you next time. Until then, my friends, have a beautiful day.